0: talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support.
1: This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas.
0: We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Everybody, it's Danny and Lindsay. Hello. How you guys doing today? Uh, we are here for you. Here to serve. Um, we probably could have found a lot of reasons not to do this today if we wanted to. But <laughs> here we are because we actually really want to. Um, we want to help and we really feel like we can. We have a lot to offer here. Um, we don't know about you guys, but, but you know... We're assuming that it's probably been you've been a little bit out of your routine lately with <laughs> what's going on with the the COVID virus, right? Um, and uh, I, I think it's got a lot of people out of the routine, and and maybe your brain's going a little bit a little bit crazy with getting uh, the boat rocked a bit. Um, we saw something funny about uh, people, some someone's travel plans during covid like this diagram and it was like a, a map of their their travel plans for while they're quarantined and it was basically a map of their house and the different <laughs> rooms labeled and where they plan to go on this day and they've got big big plan big travel plans going from room <laughs> to room so we might all be getting well acquainted with the walls of our houses more than ever so before um but also um a lot of times with our with our marriage and with um with people who struggle with pornography uh this can kind of feel like there's uh, been a wrench thrown in the spokes of your wheel or whatever you want to call it um like maybe it's not quite you expected it to be um maybe some people with their marriage right like now that you're together more at home that can change the dynamic and Sometimes it's not as pretty as we hoped it would be or we're expecting it to be. Anyway, I'm going to let Lindsay dive in. We're going to talk about um, why some of these might be things might be the case and um, have some more understanding on how we can approach it in a way that uh, is more empowering. And, uh maybe relieve some unnecessary suffering along the way too. We love doing that. I love doing that for me. (laughs) And I like doing it for other people too. So what did you want to start us out with, Linz?
1: All right. So I just wanted to shout out to all of you for all that you're doing right now. Okay. Like you have your kids at home. Some of you are working, some of you aren't working. And I think there are pluses and minuses to both, right? Like I've had thoughts like, Oh man, it'd be so nice to just literally have a whole day with my kids. And then I, because I think like I have, you know, because I have work and things like that. Um, but ultimately, what I realize is I can actually choose that anytime I want. So, um, but yeah, like finding time to have focused work time can be a little bit tougher during this time. And, You know, and if you're not working, that can be hard too for its own set of reasons. And so, you know, for my people-pleasing spouses out there, (laughs) it might feel a little bit tougher to people-please your spouses when they're home all the time, right? It might have been easier when it was like a three-hour chunk, maybe even a one-hour chunk on weekdays and a little bit more on weekends in between, you know, all your family activities and things like that. It probably didn't feel like too much to, you know maybe take care of your husband and do those things for him that you don't necessarily love doing, but you feel like it helps him, you know, maybe behave in a certain way that you like. And so you've continued to do that, but just know that like, even though you're home more, this doesn't need, it doesn't need to amplify how much you are doing those things. And just know that even when you are doing those things (laughs) to, you know, try to please your spouse. And I'm not, I'm talking more about like, not like, you know, because we can serve our spouses all the time from like a place of love. But I have some clients who maybe do things because they like think it'll calm their spouses down or they think it'll help their spouse the next day or help their spouse be nicer. And so if you're like doing stuff for your spouse to get something in return, um, I, would, I would say that's like a little bit of like a people pleasing thing. You're expecting a results. So just know that like even though he is home more, you don't have to do that. Right? You don't, everything you do is a choice all the time, even if it doesn't feel that way. So just know that you don't have to like amplify those efforts if you, you know, if you can relate to any of that.
0: What are some of those specific examples that you were telling me that some of your clients might have been concerned about?
1: Oh, gosh. Let's see. So I think some of them are concerned that their husbands are going to want more sex while they're home. Right. And they're like, oh, like, You know, it's already hard to decide on like how much we have sex during the week and now he's here all the time, you know, so there's that. Um, Other things, it might be um, cooking, right? Like maybe a husband never cooks, you know, something like that. And a wife might feel, she might feel pressure to cook more or um, like house jobs too, like it might be a lot harder to keep the house clean when the kids are there all the time. And usually, you know, maybe you know your spouse likes a clean house so that he doesn't come home and, like, get super annoyed. But, like, you know, just make sure you can adjust your expectations of yourself um, to make sure you're not, like, doing more than you want to be doing to take care of your spouse.
0: Yeah, why does the mess always seem to grow more (laughs) the more time our kids spend at home? What's the deal with that?
1: Jeez. I don't know, but maybe it's not like that in every house, but at least in ours.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe not in the houses where all the kids leave everything cleaner than they found it all the time.
1: (laughs) If that is you, send us an email so we can learn your
0: ways.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, I would just say my, you know, my biggest set of advice for, for you spouses out there is just adjust your expectations, okay? Like you might... Um, You know, some spouses think they're going to get more help because their husbands are at home, right? Um, Like, that might actually not happen. So just if you can adjust all your expectations from yourself and from your spouse, it might go a long way as far as, like, just enjoying your reality of, like, what is at home. Okay? And then,
0: um, yeah, I was just going to ask, like, what, what were you telling me about how some people think, like, Maybe they have all these new problems because of this new quarantine situation, right? Um, But those might not necessarily be new, right?
1: Right, yeah. So like I think of marriage as like a complex ecosystem, right? And it's going to be a different ecosystem in every marriage. And whatever your ecosystem was, you know, for not, maybe not for all of you, but for a good chunk of you, like it might be working. It's been working or it's just your, it's already, it already exists the way things have been. And so you might think because things are operating and running somewhat smoothly that like, that the COVID thing has been like put a wrench in your ecosystem, right? Now you're seeing your husband more and just being more reminded of like certain problems or things that bug you about him or about your kids or yourself. And so um, just know that like, I, you know, I want to offer this idea and maybe you can ask yourself this question, like, you know, what if, you know, my quote unquote annoyance with him not doing X, Y, Z isn't a new thing. It's just something I've always been annoyed with, but seeing him more reminds me of, you know, this thing that I'm annoyed of, right? So um, a lot of us might feel more intense emotions, like we, it might feel, everything might feel a little bit more intense right now but it's really is because of the way we're thinking about everything and not just because of the new, you know, the news or things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, it, some people might think too just cuz you're around your spouse more and some of those things are coming up more, you might also want to blame your spouse more for all these feelings coming up. Like, oh, it's because he's around more or it's because I'm around her more or oh. whatever it is, right? But um the truth is just like any time in your life your feelings and your thoughts are completely your responsibility and it's it's always uh not always it can be very tempting to to blame that on other people right and it's also what we're kind of taught to do and a lot of us naturally do blame you know we want to even blame the virus on all of our these feelings that we have that we don't like but Every feeling that we're having is from a thought that we're thinking, right? And um, so just something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah. So I think like with the virus specifically, it's bringing, I don't think we talked about this last week, but, you know, I think what is happening is the, the stuff that it is bringing to the surface, the fears, the scarcity stuff that's going on with regard to whatever it is for you. You know, it could be money. It could be jobs. It could be having your husband home all the time, you know, whatever it's bringing up, is stuff that's already been there running around in your subconscious and now it's just bringing that to light, right? So just like, you know, like when I found out my husband was looking at pornography behind my back, like at the time, I totally thought it was because he looked at pornography Um, and now what I see is it brought to the surface all of these beliefs that I did or didn't have in myself, right? And another example, like, could just be like getting, you know, if you were to get laid off, you might, you might have like been fine up to the day you got laid off, right? Like you might have thought I'm, I'm a valued employee. I'm committed to my job. I create value every day. I'm, I'm so amazing. And then you get new information, get laid off. And then you start questioning yourself, questioning your value, questioning, um, you know, how good of an employee you are and like telling yourself this story about, you know, if I could have done this different or if I were better, I just know that it, it didn't, this new information doesn't change anything about you. It just brings, sometimes it can bring to the surface stuff that you might already believe or not believe in yourself.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, should I dive into Oh. What I was going to What else did you want to add here? Yeah,
1: so the, the thing I just want to add for you, for all of you, like women, men, is just like, you know, it can be really normal to present your situation right now. Like we want to be... You know, for some of you, it might be like, we wouldn't be in this situation if he would have X, Y, Z, right? And just be mindful that like that resentment or any anger that you're feeling could just be masking some fear or scarcity that you have. Um, And then also like, you know, take time to be aware of like whether you're self-sabotaging yourself with self-judgment. Like, why did I do this or why didn't I do this? If only I would have known that this virus was going to keep me home for three months or whatever it is. Like I would have done X, Y, Z, but you didn't like, you didn't know. And none of us knew. And we were all making decisions like at the time that we made the decisions, whatever decisions we are that if you like find yourself regretting certain decisions, like just know that you like made that decision with the information that you had at that time in that exact moment. And that's, it's okay. Okay right now we just have new information that maybe we would we would decide differently today but we don't need to you know if you are finding yourself like regretting the past or regretting like certain decisions you have or hadn't made over the years like just you know find a way to have a little bit of compassion for yourself right so you know what questions do you think you could ask yourself to to go there
0: what questions um... to
1: find more compassion for yourself
0: Oh, well, I was going to go through that guide. Oh, okay. All right. So,
1: yeah, Danny has his guide. Um, so before – actually, why don't you do that, and then I'll follow up with my last little thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, before doing the guide, I did want to just talk to you people who are struggling with pornography. And, um, and <laughs> I'm just trying to find um, my notes here. There we go. Um, Some of you are probably at home more, right? We're all at home more, most likely. But some of you are probably struggling more with pornography being at home more. Um, And that's the case for a lot of people. But then there are probably other people who are um, at home more, and maybe they don't get as much of an opportunity to look at porn as they typically do because they're around their family more or, um, either way, right? So, on the one hand, you might find yourself looking at more porn right now. On the other hand, you might find yourself not able to look as much porn and struggling with all of the emotional stuff that is coming up for you that usually you're able to cover with porn. Um, so, just wanted to speak to you guys and let you know, like, nothing's gone wrong here, um, and you might be worried about it or resisting it, but, um... But what I actually recommend is when you have a situation like this that can make it, uh, that seems like it's more challenging for you with um, pornography or with whatever emotions are coming up, it can be um, actually such an awesome opportunity to find out what's going on in your brain and identify some of those um, thoughts that serve you the least in your life and um, some of those emotions that are the toughest ones for you, right? It can actually be the best time to do it. And so what I recommend doing is rather than resist this and wish it wasn't happening and uh, wish it was different, right? That's something that we might be tempted to do is, um, you know what? This is a perfect time to do some self-coaching. And I recommend just writing, writing it down, what's going on in your brain, um we call it a thought download where you just you spill whatever's in your brain onto the page right and just ask yourself like if you're having urges for porn ask why do you want porn and re- identify why give yourself the space to explore that and just understand it and then why don't you want it there's that part of you that's also not wanting it in your life why why is that um And so rather than let this be a time where we just, uh, feel victimized and like, oh, this is just so hard because of COVID or because I'm home more or whatever, let's let it, let's turn it into something that is actually useful because there's so much valuable information to be gained from any of your mistakes along the way and any of the urges that come up and any of the times where you find yourself not wanting to deal with your emotions and escape to porn, um... And just increase that awareness. There's so much power that comes from the awareness there. Uh, And then just remember, it's not the porn that's the problem. And it's not access to porn that's the problem. Porn has no power. It just sits there until we go find it, right? Um, It's all to do with what's going on in our brains. And um, if it really was access to porn that was the issue, then... In reality, all of us would just be looking at porn all the time, all day long, because you could really find access to porn anytime you wanted, if you really wanted to, no matter how many filters you put on and passcodes and whatever, right? Yeah. You really can if you wanted to. Um, and But we don't, right? Even if you, when you do have access to it all day long, you don't look at it all day long. That's because porn doesn't have the power you only look at it at certain times, and why is that? Let's find out. Let's explore what's going on in your brain with that and find a an understanding at a whole new level. Um, this can be such a good opportunity for that. It might be the best opportunity yet that you've had for it, starting right now today. Um, and so, so I had a little guide that I was going to run through here that something that really helps me, um, whether I'm people pleasing or uh trying to stay sane
1: wait you people please
0: uh i used to (laughs) i don't do that anymore (laughs) yes still i do um but i'm practicing the thought that i don't do that like i used to um yeah it's uh so this can help you whether you're just trying to stay sane or people pleasing or um Or it can help with really anything going on in your brain, okay? So, I'm just going to call it a guide to staying sane uh, during this time. Um, And I'll put it in the show notes for you later or share it to my email subscribers. I'll get it to you somehow. Okay, so the guide basically has five steps, all right? We're talking about agency, resistance, judgment, reality and decide okay so first you do an agency check just check in with yourself and recognize you know what i don't have to do anything sometimes i think i have to do things i don't have to do anything give yourself permission to say no and ask yourself what are you wanting today what are you not wanting today and how do you want to show up today okay the next is a resistance check am i resisting reality or embracing it so i can deal with it just ask yourself and notice, okay? You don't have to like shove yourself into acceptance as much as just notice if there is some resistance there. Start there. The next is a judgment check, right? Lindsay alluded to some of these things already. Am I judging myself in an unuseful way or a way that makes me miserable, right? Um, This is something that is, is something I've been really good at in my life. I've done it so much, and I'm doing it less and less now. Uh, but I still I have to check in with myself and and notice when I'm doing this because it can make my life miserable. And I I personally want to find a way to enjoy my life. <laughs> and uh, one thing
1: about judgment too is like just with different personality styles and based on how you've been raised, it looks different, right? Like with judgment, Danny would turn a lot of his inward (laughs) and some people might more naturally turn theirs outward right and so that can be a question you kind of ask yourself like what do I do with my stuff am I trying to push my emotions off on other people or am I like beating myself up you know
0: yeah I like it that's a really good point okay the next check is a reality check what are my real options based on real consequences today What is actually in my control? Where are some areas where you are not accessing your power and playing the victim? Where are some areas where you are wishing to have power but actually don't have power? Some examples of that would be your spouse's feelings or when schools are gonna open up again or when the quarantine's gonna officially end, right? Some of those things we wish we could control but we just can't, right? Let's let's notice them, acknowledge them, okay?
1: So what can we be certain about then? Like what what could be helpful to focus on when we kind of release ourselves from what we can't control?
0: Um, I mean, that's part of what's so powerful about this coaching work and the model that we use, right? Is um, the model puts in perspective almost better than anything what's in our control, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, we want to control the actions of others or the circumstances in our life right and we think if we can change those things it'll help us feel better and that's Uh part of why we're, we're motivated to do it but what with the model what it always comes back to is your thinking and that's totally optional and it dictates how you feel and then how you feel typically drives how you show up in the world and what results you create for yourself right so yeah so doing thought work is one of the best ways to identify what is actually in control in your life or not, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Me too. I almost said it in French and <laughs> I said it in English.
0: Come on. Do it, Linz. Um Linz is doing French lessons, so exciting. Um, the last one here. See,
1: that's something I have control over. Yeah. Right? I was like, Well, I can't go anywhere. Actually, I actually signed up for French lessons before the quarantine, but it's awesome. Like I signed up for, since the quarantine, I signed up for French lessons and singing lessons, which I told my voice teacher that this is a whole new level of vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so our next podcast, Lindsay's going to give us a French sample and a singing sample. Um, um, so... Not happening. <laughs> get excited. Good luck. Um, for that. And then the last step here is decide, okay? After you've kind of checked through these things with yourself... Then take a moment to decide, look at your real options and choose for you what you want. Okay. Plan out your day. And I recommend first planning some of those things that you actually know you want to do and enjoy. Like make sure you have them in the schedule. Um, and even if it's just five minutes, right? Or whatever. Like I I do uh, these walks in the morning time and I've grown to love them so much. I walk along the beach um
1: sometimes he doesn't even want me to go with him
0: <laughs> sometimes it's my, it's my alone time yeah and sometimes it's sometimes it's hard for me to say no to her like oh i feel bad saying no but i kind of feel like i need an alone walk today <laughs> why? why do you want to get away from me <laughs> yeah, so that i can instead of blame you for how i feel take responsibility <laughs> for my no um and... it's it's good though like having that sometimes like the <laughs> night before uh my next day, right? Obviously. Um, sometimes that's like something, the one thing that I can look forward to about my morning that like, I know I really, really want to do is go on that morning walk. Like it's something I do really enjoy. And, uh, sometimes just having one thing in your calendar that you know is for you and that you want to do can make such a big difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And go, when you're planning your day, like go easy on yourself in the beginning. Like if this is something you haven't done a lot of, a lot of planning and scheduling, like you can just start with three things. Like, what three things do I want to get done tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And just focus on that, you know? Like, the homework might actually not get done. Like, we're doing, I feel like with our kids' homeschool, we're doing probably the bare minimum. Like, there's all these papers and printouts that are getting emailed to me. um, But we don't even have a a printer. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, and we have three kids. So between three kids taking... You know, doing all the printouts and getting everything done on top of like the minimum of what they've been doing, which takes in my perspective, takes plenty of time anyway. Like, it's okay. Yep.
0: And it we're just... and we're trying to run our coaching businesses from yeah. home while doing it. Yeah. Right. Which a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. Um yeah, I had a client this last week who was he was wanting to like enjoy that time with his kids more, but he found himself just not wanting to do it (laughs) you know (laughs) and but then we talked through it and realized like he wasn't really giving himself permission to say no and he was also judging himself harshly for it Mm -hmm. um and then um and he was also just kind of in this belief that everything was being decided for him in his life at that day or that moment and we looked at it and where that was getting him and and it made it so he couldn't tap into his power to actually make his day what he wanted, right? So if, as long as we do believe that it is all being decided for us, we're going to stay stuck in that mode where it and does get all decided for us. But yeah, but if you that. decide you're going to decide it for you, then you get your power and you can make your day more what you want it, right? And then, um, you know, like you might need to plan some overflow time where you didn't get all the work done you thought you would while taking care of kids and you have some spare time to, to pick up some of that slack. Right. Um, and then, you know, rather than like trying to plan three hours of involved play dolls, just how your daughters want to, and, uh, read every book they ask to read and, you know, rather than like go crazy on it, like start with maybe, you know, 10 minutes per kid a day where you, like, are really there engaged and present and only them, 10 minutes, totally focus on them. Or maybe it's 30 minutes or whatever it is. Um And then with work, too, like, try to have time where it really is just focused on work and you can separate yourself. But then you're going to need, probably need to adjust and plan for times where, yeah, at least we do, where... You know, one of us will get to go over to the office and have the real focus time and the other tries to work while they take care of the kids and kind of take turns doing this. Yeah, and when I schedule
1: schedule out my week, I specifically pick tasks where I might not have to be as, like, crazy focused. Um, Like, if I'm creating, I need to be alone, right? If I'm creating content or, you know, preparing for client calls, like, I need to do that stuff alone. But there are stuff where I can just, I can do it, in the same house with my kids and like you know still get it done even though it might take twice as long because i but i plan for interruptions too so love it and you're taking your power
0: right you're claiming your power so the steps are agency check resistance check judgment check reality check and decide and then of course thrown in with this like uh, like always As one of the most useful things you can do in managing your mind is coaching, right? Whether you're being coached or self-coaching. If you really want to, like, master these steps and find out where your control is and make it a practice in your life, dive into coaching yourself or being coached. It makes
1: a huge difference. it's,
0: It's the best. Everything starts in your brain, including Any of the stress or insanity or craziness you've felt over the last few weeks, it all starts in your brain. It did Mm -hmm. not come from the virus. Viruses can't create emotions in you. (laughs) It's thoughts that you're having, right? Relationships. Like, people, other people cannot create create those in you. It's thoughts you have about your relationship. And, um, And this
1: is good news, because then we can choose how we want to feel about it. And we can still be totally disappointed that... We can't go into work or that we can't be with our kids all day when they are here or that we, you know, that we can't do certain things, but we can own that disappointment so that we don't, if we want to, we don't have to indulge in that disappointment and we can like, you know, choose some, another thought that drives an emotion that might serve us more readily with what we ultimately want. So you can be disappointed. You can be resentful. You can be sad. You can be glad, mad, whatever it is, but Just deciding that it's your mad and that you're owning it, that gives you the power to release it when you want, when you're ready to.
0: Yeah. All right. So, guys, if you feel like you're stuck on something here and you want help, uh, feel free to email us or message us on Facebook or whatever. Like, just shoot us a message and tell us what you're stuck on and um, we'd love to offer what help we can. We're, we're helping all sorts of people these days and they're getting real results that really impact their life for the better. And it's awesome to be a part of. Um, and then also if you haven't done it yet, and if you like listening to our podcast, go give us a review on iTunes, if you would, please. We yeah, invite you. It.
1: And share it with anybody that you feel could benefit from it. So, cause even like I, the amazing thing is, is like, I think it can relate to so many, like we might talk about, you know, pornography and things, but it relates to so many other things in marriage too. So, um, also just take care of yourselves. Like this is the time, like right now, it might be more important now to figure out how to take care of yourself than ever. Like if you can figure out how to take care of you in quarantine, When you can't, you know, some of us can't even go exercise. Like we're not supposed to exercise more than a kilometer away from our house. So like, but I think like, what if you knew like, hey, I can figure out how to take care of me now with my kids home, with the distractions, with the fears and the worries and the husband home, like I could take care of myself in any circumstance. And that's where the coaching can be so valuable because you really can, like you have that power to focus on you and say yes to you.
0: Mm, Say yes to you. I like that.
1: Yeah. And saying yes to you is saying yes to your kids and your spouse, even if they don't get that yet. It really is.
0: Yeah. The more you say yes to you, the more you're able to say yes to others. Yeah.
1: And we've seen that this week, like with Danny, like, you know, he's been, I've been sick this week and he just did a Facebook post on this the other day, but like literally um, usually, like yesterday, I was pretty sick, and he like brought me medicine and you know all the things, and like even brought me like food to my bed. And I was just like, "Wow, this is amazing." I'd kind of been but... doing it
0: all week for the kids, and so I was like, <laughs> "I'll just bring Lindsay like like lifting her chin up and putting the medicine in her mouth." No, not quite <laughs> like that, but. No, but what did you say Did you drink all your medicine, Lindsay?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But what did you say in Facebook about, like, how coaching has helped you to say... Because, like, that is literally... Like, you've said yes to you. You've practiced that for, like, a solid year or two. Yeah. And then how did you see that saying yes to others come into play this week?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was my Facebook post yesterday from Thursday. And... uh... So if you want to read it, it's right there. It's short. Um, basically, yeah, I just used to not be able to give as much um, in times like this with our family, and um, and yet I wanted to, and I I felt like I was like putting you guys first, and like I was supposed to like put you first at the expense of my own well being and health and sustainability and. Um, I thought that was just the way to do it. Um, but then I wasn't able to give as much. And so, yeah, when I started, um, learning how to manage my mind and say yes to coaching, like paying for (laughs) coach training certification, uh, that was a big bill. And I said yes to it. And that was uh, a leap for me. Um, but man, it was the best money I ever spent in my whole life, um, I'm so grateful for how it's impacted my life. Um, and because I've learned how to set boundaries for myself, manage my mind, take care of my side of things, own my stuff all the better, and let other people own theirs better, um, I can give more now because I take that time for myself. So, yeah, it's it's different than I used to believe. I used to think uh, that you, to take care of other people more I had to kind of I don't know, suppress or sacrifice myself more. Yeah. But it's actually the opposite. The more I take care of myself, the more I have to give others. So awesome. And you do
1: it from, like, a healthy place, too, which I think is really cool. Because you can give Thanks. to others from, like, a, you know, we can give to others from a place of, you know, scarcity or self-sabotage or self-sacrificing. And some of us have been taught that's, like, the ultimate way to give. But you can also give from abundance and love, and continue to take care of yourself while you're giving which is really beautiful so there are lots of different ways to give and so it's just a matter of you deciding how you want it to be for you
0: yeah i'm still figuring it out i still walked away from trying to set up my daughter on her kindle like kind of like like went and like (laughs) (laughs) softly chucked it on the bed and walked out to the car to go shopping and Oh, yesterday? I was kind of like, almost, (laughs) I was swearing under my breath on the way to the car. But I walked away. I I had a moment to go through it. My guess
1: is probably (laughs) setting her up for her upstart program. Is that Uh, what you're talking about? uh,
0: I don't even know. (laughs) I need to learn how to work those new Kindle fires.
1: All right. We love you guys.
0: (laughs) On that note.
1: (laughs) Take care of yourself. Reach out if you need questions or answered. And we'll see you later.
0: See ya. Thanks for listening.
1: If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you.
0: For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes.
1: And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.